Good morning. It is so wonderful to be with you today as we have worshipped God, as we have taken time to pray together, and now as we study his word. I've come out to the beautiful countryside to share the word with you this morning, um, taking a leaf out of Matt's book. Um, and I don't know if you're able to guess where I am, but this is the Harriet Watt University campus, uh, which is near where I live, and it's just a beautiful place to be. I'm so excited to be with you this morning, to be able to share with you God's word and hopefully to let you know a little bit about God's heart for you. And as I was preparing, God just really brought to my mind the fact that even though we're far apart and this is odd and this is not how we're used to studying the Bible, the Bible is the same. This is God's word. This is God's primary way of speaking to us. It's God's primary way of speaking to you. And so, I feel that this morning God wants you to have a heart which says I'm ready to listen, I'm ready to receive and to ask God to speak to you. And so I, I totally get what it's like trying to watch a preach at home. I've got two toddlers. It's often pure chaos, but it's not about what's going on around you. It's about what's going on inside you. So I, I believe in faith that God has got something for you this morning. And I'm just going to pray that we would all have a heart that listens to what God says. And I just ask you to pray along with me and be open to what the Spirit is going to do for you this morning. Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you have promised that you are going to be with us in every situation, in every part of life. So this morning, I pray that you would speak to us. Lord, we are so desperate to hear from you. We thank you for your word. I pray that you would open it up to us now. Spirit, please come. Please give us everything we need to understand and speak to us personally, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So... I wonder if you can remember what your New Year's resolutions were. I had a few different ones, um, get fitter, um, spend more time with friends, um, and <laughs> these things have really not come to pass, have they? Lots of things that we plan to do don't really end up happening. Who could have predicted back in January where we would be today? And yet everything's changed and God is still with us. And this morning we're going to be looking at a passage which just talks about how people can make plans, people can have things that they're wanting to do, and God just breaks in and changes things. So we're going to be reading from Acts chapter 3, and it's verses 1 through 10. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the Beautiful Gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently, and Peter said, Look at us. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the men's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet and began to walk. Then, walking, leaping and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realised he was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. So this morning I'd love to share with you three secrets to living in a way which allows God to intervene in your life. 
at the start of Acts, we read from Luke, who also wrote the Gospel of Luke. And he says in my first book that I wrote, I was talking about all that Jesus did when he was here on earth. And in the second book, he, you'd expect him to say something like, and then I talk about what the church did, or I talk about what the apostles did. But he actually says, I'm now going to talk about what Jesus continued to do and what he continued to do through the apostles and through the different men and women as part of the church. This is how Jesus operates. He doesn't um, do everything himself. He gets us to join with him on his mission. Everything we read about in Acts is all the, all the miracles, all the preaching, all the people responding to God, the growth of the church was Jesus' work. It was Jesus that was doing it, but he was doing it through men and women who were open to him working in their lives. It's just amazing for all of us whenever we get to be in a place where God is using us. The most exciting times, the most joyful times, and often the times when we feel that we've got the most purpose are at times when Jesus is working through us and blessing other people, whether that be in our immediate family, whether that be in friends, whether that be in the wider church, or whether it is in people who don't know Jesus yet. Jesus wants to work through you to impact the world. And this morning we're going to see how this happens and ask Jesus to do this more and more through us. So there's three secrets I'd like to share with you. The first one is being in community. It says in Acts, Peter and John went to pray. So they were going up three in the afternoon. It was a regular time to go and pray. Now they could have gone separately, but they were obviously hanging out together. They liked each other. They were in community. They were in church. And church is just such a great place um, for so many reasons. But this is how God has chosen to bless the world. God is going to bless Edinburgh. God is going to bless your neighbours. God is going to bless your family, primarily through the local church. And we are one of the local churches in Edinburgh. And so as we are part of this church, which is amazing and is full of fantastic people like you, and we are working together on a mission with Jesus to bless people around us. And it's often in community that we discover who God has made us and what God is asking us to do. I know for me, when I first joined church, I, I really didn't know a huge amount about myself. I didn't know what my gifts were. I didn't know what Jesus was wanting to do in my life. And I, I found out by trying things and some things I was terrible at. Some things I was rubbish, but some things I was excellent at. And it wasn't my excellence. It was Jesus working through me. Jesus gives each one of us gifts. These are gifts which are ways we can serve other people through Jesus' power working in us. Now, there's lots of different kinds um, and some people have very high level gifting. Other people have lower level gifting, but it's just waiting to be developed. And Jesus wants all of us to discover our gifts and to move into them more and more and become more and more the men and women that he is calling us to be. And so what I'd love to do is encourage you this morning to really get stuck into church, to get stuck into community, to get stuck into service and to discover more and more about what your gifts are. And I think it will really surprise you. I think as you try different things, you'll realise, gosh, I never thought I would be able to do that, but it's not my power. It's Christ's power working in me. And just give it a go. In this COVID, post-lockdown world that we're in, everything's up in the air. It's a great opportunity to try new things. So get involved, get stuck in, and say, I'm wanting to try things because I want to see what Jesus can do in my life. So that's the first secret, is be in community. 
The second secret I'd love to share with you is keep your eyes open to what God is doing. God is at work all the time and there are opportunities around us every day. And it's very easy to go through life not really looking for these, to miss what God is doing, to not recognize the opportunities that he's giving us. But every day, each one of us have opportunities to serve Jesus, to serve other people. And in many ways, this is not just a secret to Jesus working through you, but it's one of the secrets to having a happy life, to having a life which isn't boring, to having a life which is exciting, and having a life which is full of pizzazz and joy. So I'd really just encourage you just to keep your eyes open. It says that Peter and John, they were walking and then they saw, and it, and Luke keeps on using this word, Peter saw the guy, the guy saw him, and they're looking intently at each other. He's, Luke's just trying to make the point that their eyes were open, they were trying to look, and they were trying to see. And the other thing to say is, whenever you recognize what God is doing, don't procrastinate. It's such a temptation to think, oh, there's a need, I'd, I'd be able to do something, but oh, I'm quite busy, I'll do it later on. I can't tell you the number of times when I've seen something which I can do, and then I've thought, I'll do it later, and the opportunity passes. The best time to do something is now. If God's speaking to you, just go for it. Um, there's loads of times when I've thought, oh, I'm going to speak to that person, I'm going to send them a message, I'm going to pray for them, and then I, I think, oh no, I'll, I'll do it later on, and then either I forget or, or something changes. So just take the opportunity and don't, don't miss out. The other thing to say is this is just such a fun way to live. Whenever we are walking with Jesus, whenever we are serving him, whenever we're serving other people, it's just so much it's fun, you get so much joy, and you realize this is what I was made for. There are lots of things that God wants us to do. He wants us to look after our family. He wants us to love him. And there are, you know, your work, all these different things which God is calling you to do. And they're really important. But there are small things every day where God is asking you to do something for him. And walking in this way, listening to his voice is such, such a great way to live. And I don't want you to miss out on that. So there are um, three things you can do there. So um, keep your eyes open. Don't procrastinate and enjoy the rewards of walking in this way. So there are three secrets that we're looking at in how to live in a way which God will work through you. The first one is being in community. The second one is keeping your eyes open to what God's doing. And the third one is recognizing what God has given you. Now this guy who is, he's been crippled from birth and he's begging for money. And Peter and John, they're poor. They don't have any money to give him, but they know what they do have. And Peter says this, what I have, I give to you. They have the power of Christ. What do you have? What gifts has God given you? What things is God calling you to do? Now, in the church, there are a whole myriad of different gifts. Uh, there are evangelists, teachers, prophets, encouragers, administrators, and the list just goes on and on. What are your gifts? What has God given you to do? And in every situation, we have, we have Jesus to bring into it. If you're struggling to know what to do, if God's calling you to do something, you don't know, you don't know what to do and, and you don't know how to serve him, just bring Jesus into the, into the situation. You can do that by praying. You can do that by speaking his name. You can do that by talking about him to somebody. I don't know what to do in most situations. Jesus does. We trust him. We live by faith. We live by faith in the one who loved us and gave himself for us. The other thing 
is we've always got the gospel as well. The gospel is the wonderful good news of Jesus, which is for non-believers and for believers. It tells us that Jesus um, died for our sins, that he rose again, and he wants to give us forgiveness and new life and joy in him. And this morning, if you don't know him, if you're not a Christian, Jesus is speaking to you right now. He is asking you to come on this adventure with him, to get to know yourself properly, to find out who the the person who made you, what he thinks about you and what he's got for you to do. And I, I think you can do that right now. If you're thinking, oh, I don't know, I don't know about following Jesus, just go for it. I've been following Jesus for almost 30 years and it's been fantastic. I don't have a single regret about following him. And there's lots of things in life which I have regrets about. And there's lots of things in life which are great, but don't give me the joy and satisfaction that knowing Jesus does. This morning, just, just do it. You can say to Jesus right now, God, I'm, I'm sorry for all the wrong things I've done. I ask you to come into my heart, to forgive me for my sins and to speak to me. And, and you can do that right now. So I urge you to do that. And God might be bringing into your life this morning to do that. We're going to watch a video together now of my, my good friends, Guy and Jocelyn, and a story about them when they were out walking and what God did there. Good morning. I've been so enjoying the series that we've been doing in the book of Acts. In Acts chapter 1, we were reminded that when we ask God to fill people with the Holy Spirit, the result is that we will speak the good news about Jesus with power. In, in Acts chapter 2, we read that from the very beginning, the good news of Jesus was proclaimed in multiple languages in the same city. And as we think of being a church for all, I believe that we will be caring for people, telling them about Jesus in many languages. And we're already doing that in English, Portuguese and Spanish. I want to tell you about one of those. One Sunday afternoon, Jocelyn and I were walking in this park and we heard two Africans speaking in Spanish. And we got chatting with them. And then Jocelyn asked, um, she just felt the spirit saying to her to ask what do you think of our Lord Jesus Christ to these to these two men and that led to a conversation about Jesus exchanging phone numbers and then the next clip of this video I want to introduce them and we've recently discussed what repentance means and they're going to actually act it out in the next part well I've often looked at this place Ainsley Park um, leisure centre that's across the road from where Jocelyn and I live and I've seen many people going into it and I've often wondered well how could we tell the good news of the Lord Jesus to these people and it's actually been here underneath the roof of the entrance that under lockdown we've been meeting with my friends Pasquale and Jose and we've been doing the pod course and as always with pod we have cake each time and I'd like um, to let you um, hear from Pasquale himself something of what the impact that this has made on, on their lives. They speak Spanish and so I'm going to translate. Uh, hermanos en Cristo. Brothers and sisters in Christ. Nosotros nos encontramos aquí reunidos. We found us, we, we meet here. Pues hemos, hemos vivido de este mundo. And we, we've lived in this world. Y siempre cuando hemos conocido a Guy y su señora, and we got to know Guy and his wife, hemos aprendido la enseñanza del hijo pródigo. We've learned about the prodigal son. Pues hemos dado cuenta, and we've realized, que el hijo pródigo había, había fracasado su camino. We 
Por eso nosotros presentamos al hijo pródigo. And we, we felt like the prodigal son. Por eso nosotros hoy hemos arrepentido. And so now we have repented. Pues hemos dado la vuelta. We've turned around. Pues hemos venido a unir otra vez a nuestro Padre Celestial. We've decided to be united again with our Heavenly Father. Por eso. Por eso. And for that reason, Damos a Dios we give thanks to God él nos ha a le padre that he's picked us up because we have failed our Heavenly Father. A Jesús. And we thank Christ Jesus. Protégenos. And we ask him to protect us. Danos la gracia para seguir, seguir, para seguirte. And to give him us, to, for him to give us the grace to keep que, following him. Que, que no nos, que no nos caigamos en el pecado. Amen. And, and that we don't fall into sin. Thank you for listening. Isn't that an absolutely amazing story? I, I love how Jesus wanted to save these guys. Jesus had said, I'm, I'm going to save these people. And he could have done it through a dream, he could have appeared to them, but what he actually did was waiting for them to be in the park and waiting for Guy and Jocelyn to be in a park at the same time. And obviously he engineered this and then he speaks to Guy and Jocelyn and says, I want, I want you to speak to these guys. And through the power of Jesus, these, these men have come to know him. And so uh, I hope you're watching this morning, um, Pascal and Jose, and bienvenido a nos familia, or welcome to our family. It's wonderful to have you, and I hope to get to know you um, better at some point in the future. And so this morning, I, I'm just going to finish, but I believe that Jesus is speaking to all of us and asking us, what are your gifts? How can you serve And how can your life actually be more exciting, more joyful through walking closer with me? Now, there's lots of ways that we can respond to this. And I think, I think it'll just be very personal. One of the ways you might feel to respond is, is reaching out to somebody. One of my giftings is being prophetic. So that's being able to hear God when he's speaking. And in sometimes this, this just is in the way of Just someone comes into my mind and I think, oh, I've not heard from them for a while. I'll send them a message or I'll pray for them. Maybe God's speaking to you in that way. It's really fun, actually, if, you send someone to, if you've got someone in your mind and you send them a message so often, there's something going on and, and they really appreciate that. And actually, many of you have done this for me in the past. So thank you so much to everyone who's done that and you know who you are. Um, the other way that Jesus might be asking you to respond is financially. Now, last week, you guys were... Whew, so generous and it's just so amazing to be able to bless um, so many people through your generosity, through our generosity together. But there are also situations where we might see a need which no one else sees, where there are people in financial difficulty and we might have a bit of cash and Jesus might be asking you to give, to give money, money to people. One group I would love us to remember as a church is the elderly in, um, in our communities, whether this be um, in church, if it is in um, our neighbours or family. It's been a hard few months for people who are young, who've got small children, who are single, all these things, but it's been a much harder time for the, the older people in our community. About a million older people live on their own and have no one to speak to. So for them, they've often really struggled to, to connect with people. And this, is, this was a big problem before lockdown, before COVID, but this has obviously exacerbated things much more. 
about a million other people have a million other older people have real problems with their hearing and so for them to be able to speak on the phone or to use zoom or even to be out in the shops when people are wearing masks it's very difficult for them to be able to to hear and to communicate well i think it's important that we remember these people we've got a number of elderly neighbors and god's just been speaking to us about about just checking on them we did say to them at the start of lockdown but but obviously things have moved on and and reaching out i think the whole country was really behind looking after people at the start of lockdown but times have moved on and it's important we don't forget people so Jesus might be asking you to reach out to an older person whether it's a family member or a neighbor or someone you know in some other way just reaching out we, we do have the evergreen cafe and um, which uh, Maria runs so I'm sure if you um, get in touch with her she'll be able to give um, suggestions of people who might uh, benefit from some help as well so just to finish, we're going to pray. I'm, I'm going to ask you to respond to Jesus. Jesus wants you to be in community. And as we work into the community, as we work into the church, the church itself is strengthened. The other thing is to look at the need around you. And Jesus is probably speaking to you right now about people who could be helped, who could be supported. And finally, what gifts have you got? What is um, Jesus wanting to do through you? So I'm going to pray. I'm just going to ask you to respond, whether that is um, through lifting your hand up where you are or just having an open heart to say, God, please work through me. And then we're going to be done. Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you love us. Thank you that we are your people. Thank you that you are our treasure and we are yours. Lord, I thank you as well that you long to reach out to people around us, whether in the church or further afield, and you want to speak to them through us. Lord, I thank you that um, this story in Acts shows us that it was your power that healed him, but Peter reached out his hand and helped this man to stand up. The power was yours, Jesus, but the hand was Peter's. Lord, we ask you to show your power in our lives, but to let us be your hands, to let us be your mouth, to let us um, be the people who show your love to others who need it. And so, Jesus, we, we just ask you to speak to us. Show us what you're asking us to do. Show us what giftings you've given us and help us to respond to you today. Spirit, I pray you would come now and speak into people's hearts and just say what you're asking us to do and who you would like us to reach out to and who you'd like us to bless. And as we listen to you, we commit to respond and we commit to serve and to love. And we pray that as we do this, we would experience your power and your grace and your joy, which overflows in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So good to see you guys. Hope you're all well and look forward to seeing you all soon.